This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 127 of the Dressage Radio Show, brought to you with the generous support of Equestrian Collections and Horseshow.com. I'm Chris Stafford. Welcome back to the Dressage Radio Show this week. And I'm joined by my regular co-host, who's just had a very exciting trip to tell us about. Heather, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Chris. I'm coming at you this time from uh, Oldwick, New Jersey. I just um, got back, haven't made the trip back to Florida yet. but um, So it's a new location that I'm coming from this time. Well, very nice to have you back on the show. And first of all, a huge congratulations. What a fantastic experience. Congratulations, Heather. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I just, um, I, I can't get enough of hearing that and I can't get enough of feeling it. This is just fantastic. <laughs> well, I hope you're going to stick around throughout the show as you normally do when you co-host and uh, tell us more. But I believe you brought someone with you, haven't you? Well, I did. I brought my new great friend, Marissa Festerling, who was also with us, of course, in Mexico. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Heather. Nice to hear from you. How are you? Well, I'm great. I'm still on cloud nine. How about you? <laughs> Yeah, me too. I keep having to, like, pinch myself to make sure it all really happened. <laughs> well, it certainly did. You did such a great job down there, and it's just been so great getting to know you. You eat you, you, West Coast too. person, you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun. It was really fun getting to know you and Paragon and and Rob and, and Hannah. It was really, really fun. And, and we're looking forward to getting on home to California, but we're just kind of resting a little bit before we go, and and everything's really good, but it was great and really great fun to, to meet everybody and get to know everyone, too. Well, um, I heard that you brought a friend with you, too. I did. I brought my friend Stefan Peters with me. Hi, Stefan. Hey, Marissa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's only been... Um, four or five days, and I miss you guys already. So that certainly shows how much how much fun and how much of a team effort we had down there. And you know, thanks for bringing me along to the show. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. It was pretty awesome. You and Magic, you and Magic were really impressive, and it was really really neat to see. Yeah, it was a it was a great time. But I, I have to say, even the. Uh, the time, the time in training camp, um, where it was pretty obvious that there was some serious team bonding going on. It, it, you know, the writing was on the wall that we're going to have a good trip down there. So, you know, we'll go into a little bit more detail later on. But, uh, uh, Bertha, I, I brought a friend along too. You did? Who'd you bring? I brought my teammate and friend, uh, Dr. Cesar Parar. Hi, Cesar. How you doing, Seven? How you doing, guys? It's great to be with all of you. I'm missing you too. You should move to New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) I would love. I love New Jersey. I would move. (laughs) But I tell you what, the weather today is beautiful. It's 60 degrees, sunny. It's so beautiful. Maybe not as beautiful as the time I have with you guys down in Guadalajara, but it's fun to be here. I wish you were here. Oh, that's great. Yeah, very nice. Well, first of all, a very big welcome to all of you uh, to the Dressage Radio Show. Most of you know your way around this show now. We have, as you know, a huge audience, and they are 
obviously delighted that you're all able to join us this week. But first of all, from me personally to each one of you, congratulations on a fantastic performance down there. You did the US proud. You did each of your teams, your personal teams proud. So, you know, I hope you'll ride on this cloud for a very long time. But we've got lots to talk about. So, Heather, why don't you kick it off? Well, that's a, a tough thing to do because it's hard to know where to start. Um, just as far as what the experience was for me, um, I mean, we've all already talked about how much of a of a family we feel like we are now, the four of us. And um, I think maybe that was one of the least expected things that I had. I mean, I didn't realize how, how much that bond, how strong that would be. And I agree. I feel like I've sort of extended my family now, and um, that's just priceless. Um so, and, and I don't think it's going to be the last time we all get together. I think there's a lot of future for for us all to hopefully do that again. And I just would love that. Um, the whole experience was great from start to finish. We had from the grooms to the organizers, team leaders, riders, horses, everybody just um, played the game better than you could even imagine. So um, what do you think about that, Marissa? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, it was, you know, not only a an incredible experience just as far as the writing went and everything, um, but it was really, really fun. Uh, it was, I think our team, we just had a great sense of unity and everyone wholeheartedly was, you know, rooting for the other one and, and just hoping for the best for everybody. And it definitely made it just so nice to, just to concentrate like on your writing and 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 not worry about other stuff. It was it was really 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 cool. And I know we were kind of joking in the airport. I felt like I felt like we went to summer camp together, and we were all going our separate ways. And I I was kind of sad, you know, like wow, we're all going to go home. And you know, we got to Houston, and we all kind of went our different directions. Cesar and Heather and I flew back to New to New Jersey, but but from there we all went our separate ways. Anne and Jenny and everybody. Ava all kind of split there, so it was kind of it was kind of weird. Um, but but yeah, the the whole the whole experience of being at the games was wonderful, and everything was ran so well and handled so well. You know, I felt like we were really taken care of. So so it was really cool beyond beyond the writing part and the medals part. That was really 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 neat. What do you think, Stefan? You know, I agree with you. And since uh, since you just mentioned. Houston, I I have to say, since we started uh, team processing in Houston, we flew from New Jersey down to Houston to get our uniforms and our clothing. And I honestly have to say um, that that process in, in Houston was just as good as um, we did before Olympic Games, World Championships. And, you know, I, I felt the same and uh, as soon as we got the clothing you know my adrenaline started pumping so you know I was asked that question before how did it how did this feel be, uh, compared to Olympic Games and World Games and I'm telling you this was at least as good if not even better because um, again we had so much fun and anytime you get to represent your nation it, it is special and it didn't matter that it was uh, maybe at the small tour level it still was a was a huge honor, and it all started at the team processing. And um, when it when it came down to the competition on the first day in the Prince George, um, it, it was really interesting because I didn't know this, but um, Cesar's, Heather's, and Marissa's score was already good enough to receive the uh, team gold medal. And Bruce Levajek, um 
owner of uh, Magic. Um, he did the score calculating and the team score calculating. And he told me later on, I said, listen, I, I didn't want to tell you that um, you, your score didn't matter. I, I wanted you to feel important to go in there. So, you know, I, uh, that was that was kind of interesting. And, um, you know, just to, to receive the... Um, <clears throat> The medal with the team afterwards was was outstanding. Uh, Cesar had a had a good uh, idea, and to to some people it might sound cheesy, but I loved it. He said, "You know what, you guys, when we when we go up on the podium, let's let's hold hands." And I said, "You know what, why not? Let's be let's be different. Let's be cool. Let's show that that unity that we had already from training camp, and um, standing up there with the uh, with the whole team was was just awesome." Yeah. And um, you know, great, great experience. And, and I have to say for the individual um, medal, it it honestly was, uh, was was very, very difficult because I knew when um, um, Heather had an... I obviously heard Heather score announced at an 86. And on that particular day, Magic wasn't the most um, cooperative in the warm-up. And uh, you know it, it's it's very natural to to worry a little bit there. And um, on top of that, hearing have a score announced in '86, that was one of my most difficult spots that I've ever been in. Um, the, and the main reason for this was um, I wish Heather would have been from from a different nation. And she, you know, for, for one moment I wish she wouldn't be my friend because it that made it so much harder. You know, but you know, went in there and for a moment just thought about that particular number. And uh, I know Heather had a had an absolutely fantastic ride. You know, and I my my first concern was when I got out of there. Um, you know, I wasn't um, obviously was happy with my ride, but um, I wanted to make sure that I really deserved it. So. I went over to Heather, and my first question was, I said, Heather, are you okay? And she said, yes, absolutely. I was really happy with my ride, and when I saw a big smile on my face, then uh, I was happy too. But uh, it's really not that easy to, you know, to compete against a a friend and team member um, at at this level. And I I just hope in the future it'll be a person from a different nation, and and Heather, it won't be be you again. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't I don't know how I can remedy that, Stefan, because I'm going to keep going for 86s. I don't know about you. <laughs> That's awesome. But no, I, I really appreciated though your concern for how I felt afterwards because I mean I have to admit it was a disappointment that an 86 didn't take the gold medal. But um, I also so respect your riding and your performance that I couldn't take any of your glory away from you and know that you deserve it as much as anybody. So. But I did really so much appreciate it. I'll never forget that. You asked that was one of the first things you were concerned about when you heard your score and the fact that you got the gold medal, you were concerned about me. And I think that just speaks volumes. Thank you. And I obviously really meant it from the bottom of my heart. Well, how about you, Cesar? What do you think about your experience? Well, listen, I'm listening to the three of you, and uh, I just couldn't agree with all of you more. Um for me, the, I mean, everything started from the day of the championships at Gladstone. I mean, it was amazing. The, you know, the group of horses that we had, it was unbelievable. I mean, that's what it was called, the dream team, and that's what Stefan kept saying to me. Yeah, it's more pressure because we have to deliver it. 
So I got very excited from the moment we started this group, this team, and then uh, when we were in training camp, and they gave me for the first time. I, I mean, I guess Stefan had it for a long, long time already, but for me, it was the first time that I get the our emblem, you know, the national emblem with the USA printed on it or embroidered on it that was going to be on my tails. Uh, I was like a little kid, you know, I was jumped in, I was so excited. Uh, and then the trip to Houston, when we get all our stuff, I think uh, for me it was really funny when we get to Houston and we saw these advertisements stuff that they have from, from the NASA that it says, uh, failure, you know, failure is impossible, you know, we cannot go and fail, we have to do it. So that was really something that stick to my mind. And we had a great, great team. And when I think about the past Pan American Games, I think the score for Marisa was good enough to win the gold in the past competition, you know, past games. So it's amazing how, how good the quality of you guys uh, was. And I was very excited, which is watching all of you right. I was very proud to be you know, a member of this team that everybody wrote so well. So it was really it was really a good moment. It was a good, exciting. I mean, it just all, all around was fantastic. It was a great, great weekend and I wish we could have shows like this more often every year but you know it is what it is so that's very very exciting for me too. Well, we're going to take a short commercial break and when we come back we're going to hear more from our dream team. With the full season upon us it's time to start thinking about your horse's blankets again. Perhaps it's time for a new one. Well Equestrian Collections has an extensive range of blankets for all weather conditions from the popular horsewear choices of Imigo, Rhino and Rambo models for turning out. When it gets colder, your horse will be ready with a brand new blanket from Equestrian Collections. And if you use coupon code HRN at the checkout, you'll get $10 off your next order of $100 or more. That's equestriancollections.com. And Equestrian Collections is a participating retailer of the Horse World Gives Back campaign. Well, Heather, obviously being a, a rookie on the team as well, there was a lot of things that you weren't expecting. So did you have any surprises along the way? What were your memorable moments, apart from riding, of course? Um, well, so many things. Um, one of the things that I didn't know happened at these kind of championships, which it may seem like a small deal, but you receive um, from your own organization these little lapel pins that are um, for the USEF or um, U.S. Olympic Committee. And when you get into the stabling area and all of the other riders and team leaders and grooms are all around there with you, um, it's tradition to uh, approach whoever you want, like and ask them if you can trade a pin with them. So you can end up with, um, I guess in our case, uh, like maybe 24 different kinds of pins because everyone has usually two different types. And... Um, it's a it's a really nice way to first of all have some memorabilia from other countries nations, but also to meet so many people um, where you might not just approach somebody just to say hi, how are you? But if there's a little bit of an excuse like getting their pin, um, then you do end up meeting a lot of writers and and team members from other nations. And I loved that, and I did meet some great people, and I will stay in touch with them. Of course, now it's so easy with the internet, so. Um, it's just that that was a little surprise and a really great thing, I think, that I didn't expect and loved. Marissa, there must be some magic moments for you. I, I know you brought back a little bit of a cold from Mexico, but apart from that <laughs> yeah. souvenir, there must have been more that you want to keep. Oh, yeah, there were so many exciting things. I mean, this is the first time I've been on an international team. Um, I think I think the biggest thing that hit me once we 
once we got to Houston for the team processing and then we flew into Guadalajara the next day, um, I think the biggest thing for me was that, you know, you go constantly to horse shows everywhere. You travel here and there, you know, throughout the years and, and you're always going and you're, you're always very, you know, caught up in your own plans and taking care of the horses and everything. And that's kind of what you think about. But when you go to something like this, it's so much bigger than yourself. It's a, it's, it's so much, you know, of a, of a bigger deal. It's, it's uh, the country, you know, you're representing the country and the amount of organization and the amount of support staff that goes into something like this really blew me away. I, I, I had never actually thought about it in those terms. Um, just, it's really amazing. And I think that the USEF and, and the USOC and all the other, you know, governing kind of federations that do it, there's, there is so much work involved. And I, um, we spent a lot of time with Jenny Van Weeren, our team leader from, from USEF, and she was great and took such good care of us. And she was like my adopted mom, my mommy there. <laughs> so always letting her know where I was and everything. And, and, um, it, just listening to her and the stuff, the amount of organization that went into getting us all there safely and, and taking care of the horses and, you know, all even the other sports, I'm sure. It was pretty amazing. I kind of actually, I was, I was shocked by it. Um, but it all went so smoothly. So, obviously, there's a lot of good people who are, who are doing a really good job. And um, I think the other thing that really was, was really cool um, when we got down to Guadalajara was, just um, the Mexican people um, in general, the ones I, that I interacted with or talked to, even the ones that weren't involved in the horse events, um, they were really, really interested. They, they, they had even the little kids and, um, I mean, they really, really wanted to know like what we were doing and they had questions and they wanted autographs and it was really fun. It was just really neat to see people interested in our country and, and in a sport like equestrian, which isn't the most, commonly seen thing. So I thought that was pretty cool. Stefan, what did you think? What, 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 uh, what were your memories? You know, of I, have a, I, have a, I have a quick question for you. Do, do you still have your trophy? I do. <laughs> it's still with me. Tell us, tell us, tell us about the trophy. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> in trade, in training camp, we decided that, you know, we, uh, and, and Gribbons actually suggested that we go on like a field trip to, to New York City. So we all decided we would go see the Cirque, Cirque du Soleil performance at the Radio City Music Hall. So it was a whole bu- bunch of us, and we went, and uh, Jenny Van Weeren and, and uh, my, my personal trainer, Marie Myers, um, were drinking, I think, martini, was it a martini, I think, that they ordered, in this glass with this, with the, you know, one of the Rockettes' legs on the bottom. And Jenny saved it, kind of hid it and saved it. And we had our test ride where we all got dressed up like a dress rehearsal, did a test ride in front of Anne and a friend of hers who's a judge um, at our, the training place. And whoever was the winner of that was going to get this trophy. We didn't know what it was. It was just a trophy. So Stefan won the, the test ride, and Jenny, Jenny pulls out this, this little martini glass with these ladies' sexy legs on it. <laughs> so that was, that was if, if, I may, if I may add, it was very valuable plastic, not glass, actually. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was. It was very high quality. Very high quality plastic lady glass. I think you so, need to post that on your Facebook, Marissa. I sh- I will. You know what? I'll take a picture <laughs> of her legs and I'll post it. So, anyways, we 
were uh, riding around in the bus after the pre-St. George, or no, after the intermediate, it was after the intermediate one, the, the first individual test. And we were riding around in the bus and um, I had a really good, a really nice, clean, clean, solid ride. And we were all happy about that and everything. And we were riding in the bus and Stefan made his announcement. He said, you know, I'd like to tell everybody, to get your attention, um, I, I would like to give this special, very special trophy I've been carrying around with me to the person I think that was deserving to win the class today. So he pulls out of his backpack the Rockette trophy and hands it to me. <laughs> so, of course, we were, we were cracking up. And I, in a million years, never guessed you were going to whip that out of your backpack. <laughs> yeah, it took it all the way, all the way with me down to Mexico, so... You know, that was, that was great, pretty funny. <laughs> but I think you was well deserved, Marisa. <laughs> yeah, thank I, you guys. I, I have to, I have to agree with Cesar there, and I, I still remember, um, you know, any time when uh, one of our teammates was uh, was riding, not only was everybody present for the performance, we were also there in the warm up, and needless to say, we were there when the scores were announced, uh, time time permitting, if we weren't doing our own warm-up. And I, I still remember when um, Marissa's score was announced, and it, it was not one of those scoreboards where just all of a sudden one percentage pops up. Every single um, ju- every single judge's every single judge's score was announced, and it was rather a relatively slow process. So I still remember uh, the first score. Uh, from the judges, he was an 80% from Marissa. I remember standing next to her, jumping up and down, and it, you know, it was just, it was just really, really fun. I mean, I, um, you know, it, it's another one of those, those those great memories from there, and you know, just just all th- all um, three days of performing were just uh, outstanding memories. Thank you. It was so fun, and it was it was really nice. After our ride, we would all wait together after pretty much everybody's ride and, and wait for the scores and, you know, be there to support each other. And, and that, that was really, really nice, I think. And we were really, you know, rooting for each person. And, and it was kind of funny because, you know, you focus for so many weeks on the team, the pre-St. George, and, you know, that's like your big, big focus. And that's all you think about. And it's your teammates. And then it is really weird the next day, like you said, to ride, you're, you're actually riding, competing against your friends and, you know, these people that have, come so far with you that it is odd. <laughs> and um, I actually don't think it, it even, I haven't really thought about it. it. It was still like, it was still like we were in a team competition till the last day together. Exactly. We're going to take another short commercial break to remind you about one of our other valued sponsors here on the Dressage Radio Show, and that is horseshow.com. Horseshow.com offers two kinds of shows, a popularity class and judged shows. Entries to a judge show are evaluated by a U.S. Equestrian Federation or FEI licensed judge, and all entrants receive a complete scorecard from the judge along with their comments about the performance. Entries into popularity classes are viewed by the entire online community. Everyone can watch the entries and submit their own scorecard to place the class. It's like American Idol for horses, where your friends and family get to vote on their favorite performance. You can find out more about how to compete without even leaving home by going online to horseshow.com and taking part any time. All right, Cesar, over to you. Well, you know, uh, I this is a great thing for me to be the last year to listen to you guys. And, um, and it's so beautiful to have to say I have to agree with most of what you say and even add more. But to me, uh, it was... 
really amazing the support group, a uh, support team that we had behind us. I mean, obviously, this is like the fourth time I'm doing these uh, in the Panam Games and many times internationally. But the team that the United States has for the riders is amazing. I would like to start with Dr. Mitchell. I mean, he was there always on the ball, making sure that our horses were 150% ready to go. Um, that was amazing. And also the farrier and, you know, the grooms and the chef to keep and Jenny and our coach, that we call our boss, you know, and grievance. I mean, it was just amazing to have so many people available to make us succeed. So to me, that was like sometimes overwhelming. Um, then we were making fun you know, of security. So um, I took the job at the last day. It was pretty much funny that we have, you know, they were taking care of us even to go from the hotel to the um, to the venue. So it was it was just so beautiful to to be so together, to be in a team, and to feel so important representing this nation. So I think to me that was really one of the highlights, and also like. Um, Marisa said in the individual from the intermediate one, uh, honestly, for me, even though we were competing against each other, for me, which is another show, where we were all together. I mean, it doesn't matter who's going to win or whatever. It's just that we were together giving our very, very best. And that, to me, was a great feeling, to, to be in a team that we just got to do our best. And, and that's all it takes. I mean, that was all it matter, you know? Okay, today won Stefan, tomorrow might be Heather, after tomorrow might be Marisa or me. But... But it was just really, really, really good to see that we all wanted the best for our horses. And uh, we had an inside joke that our horses were such a good boys. And they were really always giving our best, you know, giving their best to us. So it was really, it was really, it was really, really fun, this, uh, this bonding for me. That's also very, very special for me to bring from Guadalajara. And another thing, um, I don't know if you guys have heard, you know, like it's dangerous to go to Mexico or, you know, all this advertisement that sometimes is not 100% true what we hear on the TV or on the radio. Uh, but the people in Guadalajara were absolutely wonderful. I mean, I have been almost in every single country in Latin America. And uh, the amount of of uh, love that we got from the people and the care and I mean, they were so charming to us and to me that it was just amazing to be there. I mean, I never felt a danger. I felt like so safe, so, I mean, everybody was so, even the hotel, I mean, the people, the service, it, it was just amazing. It was really, really, really nice to be there. And honestly, I wish we could go there again, you know, to, to have another competition this month. It was really, really amazing. I totally agree with you, Cesar. I was going to say something similar that, um, you know, I don't know if I would have ever had another kind of reason or excuse to go to Guadalajara. So just really um, very glad that it was there. I mean, at first, yeah, you hear the negative stuff in the press, and I was thinking before the games, before I even qualified, that, gee, that's, you know, kind of a, a negative thing on the list of what to think about. But, um, you know, in hindsight, just totally, I feel the same. We we met so many warm, wonderful people, and um, you know, complete strangers. Of course, you could walk into a restaurant, and especially if you're wearing metal afterwards, everyone in the restaurant would stand up and clap. And I I just think that's phenomenal. And um, that was sort of citywide. 
course, it's a city of 7 million people, I think. So, of course, we didn't see all the people, but um, wherever we went, it just seemed to be, they, they were just so happy to have us there and um, just a, a universal feeling of, of welcome. So I hope I can go back down there again also, whether it's just for a vacation or, um, yeah, competition, but it's a great city. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, what I'd like to do to to round this up because I think we could uh, we could talk all evening. This is a, obviously a, great to have you all on the show. But I think uh, what our listeners would really like to know is if you could each sum up your horse's performance as you were prepared for this. Obviously, it involves a lot of training, the teamwork, everything that goes into getting your horse to peak in a championship competition. What you thought of your performance in terms of your preparation, how it panned out during the competition, and what your takeaway is for the future, uh, obviously, with each of your horses. Cesar, let's start with you. Well, um, I want to start like saying something that I learned from Marisa. My horse was a good boy. I mean, he really was giving our best. He was really, really, probably she will tell you later, guys, why we're saying this. But anyway, um, he was really, really... Um, I was very happy. I think I felt like he grew up a lot in these few days. I mean, I felt like he grew up a couple of years in these two weeks, uh, especially from uh, being more mature in his mind. He's a little bit childish. He's like a big boy with a big body, but, you know, behaving like a little child. And uh, it was really good to see him grown up and mature to the last day. Uh, where so much is going on and you're able to walk around on loose reins. So it's amazing to see how, also how much trust and bond grew up uh, between him and me, you know, and a professional rider. And unfortunately, uh, I'm not allowed to spend so much time with each one of my horses, or each one of the horses that I get to ride because I get to ride the next one or I have to teach like I'm doing today. So... You know, being all day long with him, I even one day I had the luxury to sit in front of his stall, you know, without shoes and just feet up and he was just looking at me and licking me and playing. You know, it was so nice to see that bonding. That was really, really good. And, of course, I wish I would have had a better, better ride and, you know, better scores, but I feel so excited that I was there, that we got the gold medal, uh, that my teammates did fantastic, that it was nothing that we could have said, oh, you know, the rider from the United States came and it was a disappointment. I think we over, we, I think we over exceed what it was expected. The expectations were fulfilled or more. So I'm really, really excited. I think uh, Grandioso um, came back being a better horse and ready to keep on going. So I'm very, very excited about it. And, um, and I think that was for all of the horses. So I'm really excited with the training. I mean, the, the training camp helped us, you know, be isolated for the rest of the normal life and concentrate on the riding. And I think it's something that I take in for my life is that if we have an important competition or even even in a daily day basis, I w- I'm going to try to have this private time to be with my horse. And, uh, and I think that uh, really improves a lot the riding, the quality of the movement. It improves everything and the relationship and the bonding with the horse. So I'm really, really excited with that. So I think that's what I have to take home. Uh, that is amazing to spend the time with the horse, to take your time in doing everything, to concentrate, and that the quality is more important than anything else. So that's what I'm taking home. And then to have a team like the one I had, 
I feel very, very blessed to have every one of the teams, uh, you know, members that we have right now at this table. Stefan, Marisa, Heather. And um, just remember, guys, that you have a new home here in New Jersey in White House Station. And uh, I love you guys, and thank you for my medal. And I also have to ask you to forgive me. I'm going to have to run. But uh, I want to say thank you so much to everybody that are listening to us. Thank you for inviting us to the show. And uh, I wish you all the very, very, very best, and I see you soon. Thank you. Thank you, Cesar. Thank you so much, Cesar. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Well, Marissa, you were number two in the order of go. Yes, I was. Um, I think think long-term, as far as preparing my horse, um, we decided last year that I would go to Gladstone if I qualified. It was my first actual trip to Gladstone, and I would do the Intermediate Championships. And, uh, and I did. I qualified. We finished fifth. I think it was a great thing that we did, um, knowing that I would hope to qualify for the Pan Ams this year. I think uh, <clears throat> just, you know, to know what to expect, um, to, to show up at Gladstone and be a part of that, to uh, take take the horse on that kind of trip from the West Coast, I think it was a wise investment um, in both of our careers. So I think definitely when we showed up this year, he, he did travel better. Um, I knew what to expect from him. Um, you know, dealing with the weather changes and everything, um, that was good. I think it did. I think it did work. I think it was worth it. It was a big investment the year before, um, but I am really, really glad I did it. Um, I think it did pay off this year throughout the trials, um, so that when we came in fourth, we did get a spot on the team. Um, and then, kind of like more short term, with his training for for the games, um, we did stay on the East Coast. There was a three-week gap between um, between Gladstone and our training our training session with Anne. There was a three-week gap, so I stayed in in New Jersey at uh, Betsy Steiner's barn um, because it was not really practical to fly my horse home, you know, and another round trip. So he stayed there and I stayed. Um, my family came back and forth and visited, and Marie also Marie Myers came and helped me during that three-week gap period. Um, as far as like the training and preparing him, um, we really, really worked on the pirouettes, really worked on making those a lot better. Um, that was something that, you know, we really needed to step up this year and I, and he's gotten stronger and gotten very, very dependable in that kind of co- in the collected work. And then we moved over to the training camp, which was a little over a week, um, led by Ann Gribbins. And, uh, we really, you know, kind of got together as a team there. We did have a lot of insight from Anne. Um, she's also an international judge, so I think that was great. That was really good for me. Um, and my trainer, Marie Myers, was there with me the whole time. And, you know, we've been together for 18 years, so you kind of get to know somebody and you know the horse and everything the same, every day. But it was great to have Anne there um, and, and help us, and Stefan helped me also. And um, it was really good. I think it's a for me, and I think for my horse, I think it is a great way to prepare, not only mentally to get everybody together, but it's good. It's almost like you're in a little mini a mini show environment, you know, before you go. We did do a dress rehearsal, which was great. Um, I think that everybody did a really good job preparing us, us for the games. And, you know, when we got there, I think the horses were ready. They're, they were all, of course, prepared even before that, but they were fit, you know, um, Things are pretty well taken care of, so I think, it, of course, you know, um, the, the the medals and everything, you know, you can say, oh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it paid off, um, uh, we did well, but but I think that, um, I think that the plan was really good, and, and I'm, I'm very, very happy, 
I think to sum up, you know, how I felt about my horse's performances over all three days, I really thought um, they were solid. They were really, really three solid days. I mean, sure, some days the feeling's better than others, and, you know, some days you have a little glitch here or there. We had a, a, a little bobble in one test in the pre-St. George, um, but, you know, just little little things um, that it's always going to happen here and there, um, but I was super, super happy with, with him, with Frankie, as we call him in the barn, big time, but we call him Frankie. Really happy with his the solidness of our tests, um, the dependability of, of our rides, um, and just his overall effort and character with the whole thing. And I, I was thrilled, you know. I can't say any more about it than I was really, really, really happy with with his performance. Heather? Well, um, the biggest thing for me was that there were quite a few unknowns. Um, Paragon's only eight. He's never done um, a competition with having to fly. I don't know if Frankie has either or Magic, actually. Um, Paragon definitely hasn't, and, uh, you know, he hasn't been in that kind of environment before, so that was an unknown, um, how he would be when he got to Guadalajara. Um, Ended up being quite fine. He was ready to go as soon as we got there. Another one of the things that made it a little tough was um, the competitors weren't allowed to bring, of course, from one country to another. You can't bring food or vegetables or anything like that, including horse feed. So the horses had to be on the the food or the grains that the show offered. So you don't know how they're going to react when their diets change from pretty much one day to the next. Um, And it just makes you wonder if that's going to change the performance um, and there are also regulations on things like, you know, Paragon gets a therapeutic magnetic blanket, and we didn't know if those kind of things would be allowed. Um, there was even a question whether or not ice boots would be allowed, and I always cool my horse's legs down after work. And there were just a number of things because in a, any international competition has so many more rules that um, made me kind of not feel like I couldn't control the situation, but some things like I couldn't. So... Kind of, it was a little bit of a guessing game for me, but um, I'm also fortunate that I've known my horse for so long that I guess that I I did guess pretty well because I do feel like he did peak just at the right times. And I mean, even after the freestyle was such a strenuous, really two weeks of everything going on with travel and competing, um, even as a final salute at the freestyle, he was ready to go again. So. Um, uh, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and I think that I did a good job of guessing, and I hope that I can do it um, as well next time, hopefully next year going to London, if I can make that happen. So what was your biggest takeaway for your horse's performance and moving on now in his training into the Grand Prix? Well, realizing that he can handle electric atmosphere, that he can handle pressure, that he and I can handle it together, that gives me a lot of confidence for the future. Um, I won't have to go into my next, hopefully, major championship wondering how we're going to handle it. Um, I think we're going to know how because that was just as big to me and him as it gets, I think. Um, even if the Olympics are more competitive and a bigger show, um, it won't be the first one. So the fact that this was my maiden voyage into that sort of thing, um, I think, was you know made it even more of a big deal than I think what the, what the, you know, second or hopefully third or on might be. So that was a big takeaway for me that, um, I think we've got what it takes to go on and, and do it at an even bigger, in an even bigger situation with more competition in the class. Well, finally, Stefan, have you apologized to Shannon for stealing this horse from her? 
<laughs> I, you know, I have uh, many times, but it, it was more like a like a thank you because she's been, you know, she has been very generously letting me take the reins when uh, Magic was about seven years old. But obviously, did a fantastic job with him as a, um, you know, with Magic when he was young, and um, also, you know, a very big thank you to uh, Don White O'Connor who stayed with Magic. After Gladstone, I flew back and forth after um, Gladstone on the weekends. And Don wrote uh, Magic for me on the team. Uh, Don has been working for us for five years, so that worked out great. Uh, Magic stayed over at Michael Barrison's, who made his um, facility very generously available for us. So that all worked out um, beautifully. And then when training camp started on September 2nd, um we um Eddie Eddie Garcia Medics uh, groom and I came and then training camp started. And um you know, so very thankful to Magic. You know, he's uh, an extremely laid back horse. Um I still remember in the in the honor rounds, uh, especially in the individual for the individual medals when um Heather Marissa and I were standing on the podium, you know, um Paragon and Frankie were, were definitely a little excited and he just he, he was looking around and you know stood still with Eddie and that, that says a lot about his uh, personality and that's why I'm so thankful that he's you know, on the one side such a laid back horse but also um, you know sensitive enough that we can compete at this level you know you, you see so many times when horses have that laid back attitude that they get a little bit lazy um, but he's not you know and that that temperament and this this pure relaxation um, is is something I I just appreciate so much. On the one side, you know, you can do um, in a very uh, exciting collected trot. He does beautiful um, canter pirouettes, but on the other side, he also has a um, super relaxed walk that um, where the judges uh, give him very high marks. We know that's a coefficient, so that was a lot of points on the account. And, um, you know, what I really enjoyed is, uh, just like Cesar said, you know, that little extra time that you have at uh, major championships when you only have one horse there. You know, you can spend some time in front of a stall. And I don't think I ever had a horse that's more food-motivated than Magic. <laughs> you know, he when he sees me coming, he starts talking. And uh, the neat thing is he... Um, at the show, we can feed him a little bit more. At, at home, we have to be very careful that he doesn't get too heavy. But at the show, we spoil him even more. And, um, you know, he had a lot more food than usually, grain and hay. And, uh, you know, that was very, very well-deserved. And I am you know, can't say enough how excited I am to... Um, you know, to get to ride a horse like him. And Bruce and Jen Lovacek are very generous to let me ride a horse like Magic. Well, I'm sure he's enjoying a, a vacation now and some spa treatment, but what next for him? When can we expect to see him out in the arena again, Stefan? Um, the, all horses were just released from quarantine yesterday, so Frankie and Magic will be on a flight tomorrow back to California. And... Um, I still have to see where we go from here. You know, I always believe with all horses that they simply need to tell us when they're ready for the next lesson. 
I'm sorry, not for the next for the next level. And you know, I I listen. You know, if he um, advances a bit more with the PF in the 110 piece, then you know we'll give it a try at the Grand Prix. But the PF seems to be the biggest hurdle at the moment. The passage is working nicely, and the 110 piece um, happen eight times out of ten. So that is all good. But I I've always um, taken my time and not not presenting a horse um, too soon in the arena. I I think we need to put him in there when it's um when it's quite good, not just when it's when it's average. And that's uh that's the plan for next year. Well, Marissa, we've heard for, uh, you know people thanking those that have enabled them to to take this journey. Uh, is there anyone that you would like to personally thank of your family and connections? Oh, oh yeah, the list is miles long. Um uh, I mean, of course, my, my, my immediate family, I have a four-year-old daughter, Ella, who's been back and forth a few times, and it, it wouldn't have been possible to do this without um, my husband being on board, my husband, Brian. Um, we've had a lot of family, his parents helping us, um, just so that this could happen, because I've, when all is said and done, all has been gone almost, um, almost two months. So that's been a big help. Um, of course, Marie Myers, my longtime trainer, who actually found Frankie as a young horse. Um, couldn't have been possible without her. Um, my partners I own the horse with, Anne-Marie and Dave Walter, um, have, you know, made this possible by helping me buy him when he was a youngster. And um, <clears throat> so, so many people who helped get us here, get us to Gladstone, um, helped with raising fund- fundraisers. Um, Caitlin Zacco was um, the person who came and helped groom. She's not a regular groom. For me, she is uh, actually a, a, a girl that I um, that I teach, and she was so gracious, so generous with her time. Um, she is Frankie's new best friend because she spent 24 hours a day with him practically for the past two weeks. Um, so she she was great and really instrumental in in making you know making it all possible and keeping Frankie happy and and um, and there's so so many more people I could go on for an hour, but. Everyone who has supported us and everything and helped, it's, um, it's a huge, it takes a village, it really does. <laughs> well, Heather, would you like to wrap things up? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I can thank a lot of people as well. Uh, all my fans and friends that have sent support, uh, there's too many to mention without taking up another three hours. Uh, definitely my family, my lifetime partner, Rob, uh, he's by my side everywhere I go, and he's a whole lot of support. And I couldn't do it without him. Um, just to, and if I had to, it would just be no fun because it's a blast to share it with him. And um, Mary Wanless, actually, I think she's made um, me a big part of the rider that I am today. And I think she's a, the most special, wonderful help that I have um, had in my life as a rider. And. Um, all the people at USCF who make it possible for us as athletes to go in and, and perform like we do because we don't have to do any of the work that they do. And, um, I mean, Paragon himself, I, I just I can just make myself cry if I think about how generous he is in, in the second. He's just such a wonderful person, and I am really grateful to be attached to him and to be the one that gets to ride him every day, and that's just the bottom line. Of course, in your groom, Hannah Michaels, who joined you. And there. Hannah. Oh, gosh, sorry, Hannah. <laughs> I was caught up in the moment. Um, absolutely, Hannah is 
completely devoted to Paragon um, as much as I am and also to me. And she not only does that, but she's a fantastic rider. You'll definitely see her out in the competitions in a very short time. She's a great rider, and she manages my barn in a way that makes me feel like a slob. She's fantastic, and um, Paragon loves her to death and takes care of him. I trust her with absolutely anything, so thank you so much, Hannah. Well, you mentioned your family. Of course, you should mention them by name because they were down there in Guadalajara with you. Yes, my mom, Karen, and my sister, Lauren, she was there with me, and then Rob's parents were there also, and that's also Karen (laughs) McCain and um, Scott McCain. So they were down there supporting me, and my friends um, Paige and Harry Athen were there, and uh, yeah, my new friends too, but um, I thank everybody for coming and supporting us. It was just um, so great to have everybody there. Well, I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us this week. It's been great fun having you on the show and hearing your memories, which I'm sure will absolutely last a lifetime. Uh, Stefan, I-, I know you, there's an important ball game that you have to go to, so uh, thank you very <laughs> much. Enjoy all the glory that follows with this, and uh, good luck in your future journeys, Stefan. Thank you, Chris. Thank you very much for having us on. It was fun. Well, Marissa, thank you very much, and the best of luck. Uh, hope you get over your Mexican cold and come back and see us anytime, won't you? Thank you, Chris, very much. It was a pleasure. And uh, thank you to my co-host and my dear friend, Heather. Very proud of you too, my friend. Well, thank you so much, Chris. You're, you're a big part of what makes me feel supported and confident going in the ring too, so I really want to thank you also. Well, thank you all. It's been great fun having you all on the show, and we'll be following all of your careers and, of course, these partnerships that you've formed. And, uh, of course, you can come back on the show anytime. But for now, that's all for us this week. I will be back, of course, at the same time, same place next week. So until then, thank you all for listening.